0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's good news. As we were reporting yesterday, that it looked like Gonzalo girl, Lira baby. may have been uh, may have had some horrible fate there in Ukraine. After the Daily Beast was publishing stories about him, trying to ID him, and they didn't hear from him for a couple days, we have now heard from him, and he has just done this video. So I want to roll it for you now. Here is an update from Gonzalo Lira. And guys, you may want to fast forward like 10 seconds. Live. I
1: think we should be live.
2: One sec. I see zero people are watching.
3: <laughs> no, no, no one's watching. <laughs> no one's watching, man. <laughs>
2: uh, oh, no, here's some people.
1: Okay. Well, uh, it some doesn't people.
2: matter. This, you know, okay, the yeah. recording is uh, going Yeah, good we're recording. Good. Look, uh, uh, Gonzalo, I'll give you five no minutes.
4: Yeah, let, me put you, let me put
2: you on. No it's. Uh... What is it? Friday, April twenty. Friday already. Yeah, we. Oui. April twenty second, twenty twenty two. I'm uh, in Kharkov. Um, I'm okay. Uh, I just want to say that um, I'm I'm back online and um, I'm here with Alex Cristofaru and um, I just want to say uh, that I'm fine physically. I'm a little rattled. I was um, picked up by the uh, SPU on uh, Friday, April 15th, at a little after 1 p.m. local time. Um, I, I'm okay physically. I'm a little rattled. Um, there seems to have been like, a lot of interest in my case, which is wonderful. Thank you. But there are a lot of other people who are, frankly, more deserving of the attention. I've highlighted them in my Twitter feed, The uh, Real Gonzalo Lira. Those people matter more because we don't know where some of them are. Some of them are have passed away, but uh, well, some of them were killed, but the other ones, we don't know where they are, and so they matter more. I'm okay. Um, um, I, oh, yeah, I don't have my computer, and I don't have my phone, and, um, and so anything that was published or posted on the Gonzalo Lira YouTube channel, the Coach Red Pill YouTube channel, the real Gonzalo Lira Twitter feed and the, um, the, the real CRP Telegram feed after April 15th, uh, just discount it because it was not me. I did not have access to those accounts. I still don't, for that matter. Uh, and uh, I don't have my cell phone or access to my uh, email accounts. Uh, I created a new one, and that's how I got in touch with Alex. Um, and I've been in touch with, of course... So there you go. Just wanted to give you a brief
0: update there from Gonzalo Lira. We were, again, reporting yesterday that uh, he could have suffered an ill fate. Glad to report today that that's not the case. And, of course, he's over in Ukraine reporting on Ukraine and is going against the mainstream, not even necessarily against the mainstream establishment, reporting on Ukraine, just reporting what he sees, and if it goes against it, it goes against it. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But when it doesn't, you know that angers them and so the full force of the establishment in the media which is which is now the american left tried to leverage all of their weight against him and he could have ended up in a bad situation as he is telling you many others have at the hands of the ukrainian army not the russians the ukrainians and that's really what they're so upset about is because they've they've made Zelensky and the Ukrainians into some sort of a deity over there can do no wrong, and that's just not the case. Ukrainians are doing bad things. Russians are doing bad things. Uh, the Azov Nazi battalion are bad guys. But these, these liberal leftists that are now pro-war in Ukraine are embarrassed that they've been fooled once again. They've been had once again. That their hatred for Trump or America or whoever has been leveraged into supporting a war in Ukraine... <laughs> Now they realize they're supporting the bad guys, so they try to distract you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday, April 22nd, 2022, and we are deep into the InfoWars Money Bomb now, 40-hour live transmission. What are we in now? Our, uh, I guess we're in about hour like 36 or so here. InfoWars2022.com, saveinfowars.com. You have been great in donating to those sites, but we need your continued support. As the money bomb rolls on, this is the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Streaming live at Bandai Video, I'm your host, Owen Troyer, with you for the next three hours. Alex Stein joining me in the second hour. He's up to his typical antics. And then Savannah Hernandez joining us in the third hour. She's been out in California doing the fentanyl crawl, as they say, or exposing the fentanyl crawl where they just have mass homelessness, mass drug abuse, and these people are like zombies on the streets. It's actually really sad. It's actually really sad that that's the state of America today. And then in the extended War Room hour, we've got a bonus hour today. Mike Adams is going to be doing an hour with us from 6 to 7, so four hours of the War Room today. I'd like to take calls, but I've got a bunch of news on my desk, and I'm not sure we're going to have the time. And we have been taking a significant amount of calls throughout the money bomb. But we'll see if we can't squeeze those in. I've also got a handful of video clips that we're going to get to as well. Um, But let me just dive right in here. Biden job approval stuck in low 40s. So this is historic lows for a presidential approval rating. Historic lows. They continue to be historic lows. They have trended down since he's gotten into the White House. And it's just, it, it's such an embarrassment now, him getting shown up by Obama, him getting shown up by the Easter Bunny. He can't even wear, he has to wear special shoes when he's at the G20 in Europe. He has to change his diaper when he's at the Vatican to meet the Pope. The the fumbling, the bumbling, the mumbling, the forgetting, the the invisible handshakes with a ghost uh, the spinning around the forgetting where he's at I mean it's just been really bad and then and then in his embarrassment after getting shown up by Obama Obama
5: embarrassing Biden in the White House with Kamala Harris both of them were in on it like it was done intentionally and then Biden he's got a he's got a he's got to hit back he's a Well, I'm running for re-election.
0: I'm the president, you know. Really? It's kind of like that moment from The Dark Knight. I guess it's The Dark Knight Rises. When Bain's like, and that gives you control over me? That's like everyone to Biden. He's like, hey, I'm the president. Remember, I'm the president. Everyone's kind of laughing like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're the president, all right. You're the president getting shuffled around the White House by the Easter Bunny. You're the president getting shown up by Kamala Harris. Yeah, you're the president, all right. You're the president. Job approval stuck in the low 40s and sinking as we head into the midterms. Biden confuses mask mandate with Title 42 in latest gaffe. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's being asked. Somebody asks him a question about Title 42 and he starts talking about mask mandates. So, Is it even Biden that's making these decisions? He doesn't know about Title 42? Is somebody else making that decision saying, hey, Joe, we're going to get rid of Title 42? And then he just kind of nods his head, and then the next thing he's talking about masks, and so he thinks Title 42 is about masks. Who is really running the White House? Not Joe Biden. And then there's Kamala Harris. Harris selects new chief of staff as top aide departs White House. (laughs) I mean... Nobody wants to work for these people. And you've got some some clingers on who have this this power trip that they get off on, like those secretary aides or assistants, the ones that were in the Easter Bunny costumes, babysitting Biden. They just get the power trip of feeling like they're in control of the president. Most normal people who just want to work in D.C. and have a job, build a resume, they don't want to work for any of this scum anymore. That's why they're dropping like flies from Kamala Harris's staff. Now, normally, that's a job that you would kill for in D.C. You'd, you'd finish it to the end. You'd put that on your resume. You'd continue to make the connections. But no, it's so miserable in this White House. They are dropping like flies. Kamala Harris loses another staffer. Another one bites the dust for Kamala Harris. Now, here's Biden. He was speaking earlier today. Actually, do we have the clip ready to go, guys? I sent it to him late. Clip 8. All right, we'll we'll come to that. Hunter Biden is uh, dealing with the feds. Now, okay, Durham investigating the Clintons and their lawyers. It's all come out. Fake Russian collusion, fake dossier. uh, Spygate, it's all real. Will anything get done about it? I don't have any hopes up. But I mean, I guess it's worth it to report, hey, yeah, we were, we were right again. Hey, yeah, Hillary Clinton's the criminal again, I know. Never goes to jail, but keeps getting caught. So now, now that's going to be the Bidens, I guess. Now that's going to be Hunter Biden, the guy that keeps getting caught and never gets punished. They're playing hardball. Fed subpoena Hunter Biden paternity documents, including tax records. Yeah, he's not even, he's such a scumbag, he's not even paying child support. He has no resume, no experience to be even near an executive on a board at an oil company, but yet he lands that gig, makes millions of dollars, but can't pay his own child support. There's a little Biden running around, but the Biden family pretends he's not there. Kind of surprising. You'd think Joe Biden may want a little access to that little kiddo, but hmm. That's for other reasons. So, no. Hey, but that doesn't matter. Hunter Biden, total scumbag, drug user, pimper of women, and, and you know does sex tapes, makes, makes shady business deals, doesn't pay his child support, smokes Parmesan cheese to get high. Smartest guy Joe Biden knows. And then Marjorie Taylor Greene getting harassed today. Marjorie Taylor Greene's candidacy challenged at hearing. And so it's it's the same BS of, oh, let's blame her for the insurrection. You know, these Democrats and these liberals are really sick people. And obviously there's so many different angles of it. But, I mean, you just look at the fake insurrection story. There was no insurrection. Nobody's been charged with insurrection. All of their top targets to destroy with the insurrection claim, they've, they've investigated up one side and down the other, and there's nothing. And they all know there's nothing. I mean, I, again, I got to bite my tongue because I'm in the middle of this. And But folks, they know there's nothing. They know. And see, at the top of the Democrat Party, of course they know there's nothing. They helped actually organize the the events to get out of hand that day. Make sure there were no police. Stand the police down. Open up the Capitol to get in. Send in their provocateurs, fed provocateurs, leftist provocateurs, sparked the whole thing off. And guess what? They still couldn't get us to burn the building down like they did in the summer of 2020 at St. John's Church. They still couldn't get us to do violent acts all day long, as soon as Trump said, go home, as soon as they sent out the emergency alert, everybody went home. Not like them. No, they stay out on the streets all night, burning and looting and beating and pillaging. But that's mostly peaceful. A Trump, a Trump event gets out of hand for three or four hours, provocateured by the left, and now and now everybody has to suffer. And that's really what it comes down to. The Democrats did the real insurrection leading up to the election, censoring free speech, and then the election night with all their fake votes and then and then the setup on January 6th we're all suffering under Joe Biden under the Democrat party because of their insurrection they stole the country As I was saying before the break, they're trying to, well, they're grilling Marjorie Taylor Greene right now. It's really, they're just embarrassing themselves. They're just such jerks. And, and she's doing a great job, and she's being smi- She's smiling and, you know, trying, trying to be a, a sport about it. But it's just ridiculous. They just don't want her to run again, and then they want to use that precedent against Donald Trump. They're, they're trying it with Madison Cawthorn. They're trying with Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's all about stopping American First, America First candidates non globalists common sense people from running for office and it's it's evil i mean it's it's the evil globalists it's the evil deep state it's the evil democrat party and I, i'm just at the point where it, it's so sick and tiring to it's so sickening and tiring to sit here and have to convince you that a uh, 20 foot charging elephant is a 20 foot charging elephant, or uh, a brown bear standing on its hound le- hind legs, you know, seven foot five, roaring at you is a brown bear about to, to, to charge you and eat you. It's frustrating to sit here and say, hey, that snake over there with the tail making a rattle noise, that's a rattlesnake. That's poisonous. Because that's what this is. I mean, The Democrat Party is destroying this country. The Democrat Party is pure evil. The Democrat Party is is, is just, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Everybody knows January 6th was not an insurrection and there was no organization to pull something off. Everybody knows that. But that doesn't stop the Democrat Party party from from playing this game, LARPing. And it is bold. I mean, that's what it is. They, They all commit to the lie, they all commit to the sham. They all commit to the, to the treason, and they make that bold commitment, and they figure we're going to make that commitment, we're going to make that bold leap, and we're going to win because everyone else that we deal with doesn't want to fight for their rights fight for their country. So Marjorie Taylor Greene has to sit up there and get grilled like some sort of criminal when it's the criminals that are the ones grilling her. It's the criminals that are the ones screaming insurrection on January 6th. They're the criminals. They're the insurrectionists. Joe Biden, 81 million votes. Give me a break. CNN can't even crack a million viewers, folks. InfoWars has a bigger audience than CNN. Fox News doubles all the left-wing news primetime cable ratings. The Obama's podcast is so unpopular, Spotify doesn't even want them back. You show me where Biden voters are. So we have to sit here and live with this lie and then live with all the aftermath, aftershock, consequences of the lie. And how much longer do we have to deal with this? Marjorie Taylor Greene shouldn't have to sit on a stand and deal with this scum, but she did. How much longer do we have to put up with this political corruption? How much longer do I have to sit here? Do we have to sit here knowing damn well what's going on in this country? Knowing damn well who did the insurrection. Knowing damn well that there's no way Biden got any one million votes. Knowing damn well Marjorie Taylor Greene is innocent, Owen Schroyer is innocent, Alex Jones is innocent, Donald Trump is innocent. Everybody knows it, and we still have to sit here and play these charades. How much money did we waste on fake Democrat charades known as Russian collusion? Tens of millions of dollars, maybe more, maybe hundreds of millions. Everybody knew Russian collusion was fake. We still went along with the charade. Everyone knows January 6th, Trump insurrection is fake. We're still going along with the charade. How many times do we have to play these games with the Democrat Party? Let me stop right there and go to Joe Biden today. Here's Joe Biden. Tell me if you believe this. Quite frankly, I don't even believe it. This is just him making false promises. Here he says in a a press conference, or really a speech today, it wasn't a press conference. He was very low energy. Here he is saying every vehicle in the U.S. military is going to be climate-friendly. And we're going to spend all your money to do it. Here it is in clip seven.
1: In the United States military, every vehicle is going to be climate friendly. Every vehicle. We're going to have a, no, I mean it. billions of dollars to do it. And, uh,
0: and so forget about military effectiveness. Forget about military victory. That clearly doesn't matter. It's all about spending more money that we don't have. You're suffering. You can't fill your gas tank. You can't put food on the table. You can't build a new home. But, hey, we can just spend billions of dollars to make the military green, fuel-efficient, climate-friendly. You don't have money to survive. F you. But we're going to spend billions to make the military climate-friendly. What about military victories? Don't know climate-friendly, though. We're going to have climate-friendly losses. And, and, and it's kind of like the old joke where, oh, hey, you know, the left is anti-war. But wait, put a Black Lives Matter sticker on the missile, put a gay flag on the missile, and all of a sudden they're pro-war. Look at Ukraine. Now the whole military's gay, trans, anti-man, and and green-friendly. So now they'll love the military. And it'll, be, it'll have a bunch of gay spokespeople and trans spokespeople talking about how energy efficient the military is. And they can't win a fight, but who cares, man? Yeah, China and Russia can kick our ass up and down the planet now because we're, uh, we're gay and trans and green green new military. But hey, man, we well, look at how cool we are. Look at how hip we are. We're dominating the culture now. Isn't it fun? Us, the deviants. Us, the lowlifes. Us, us the scumbags the bums we're running the show now isn't it fantastic uh no it actually sucks uh nobody can buy a house nobody can afford to fill up their tank uh food shortages energy crisis wide open border crime rate skyrocketing losing our place on the power structure power grid of the planet no things actually suck under your control well at least it's gay now you know i mean come on at least it's gay We're crushing you, but it's with a gay flag. (laughs) And then here's Biden. I mean, just just listen to this. Here he is in uh, clip eight, fumbling and bumbling and saying we need to pay Brazil not to cut down their forest.
1: And in Colombia and in Brazil. And guess what? More carbon is taken out of the air in the Amazon, that carbon sink than every bit of carbon that is generated on a daily basis in the entire United States from every source. So what we should be doing, and I'm trying to get done, they're not going to make me like this, we should be paying the Brazilians not to cut down their forests. We got to cut ours down. We got to cut ours down. We got the benefit of it. we've got these third world countries, not third world, some are, in Africa and and in Uh, South America, we got the the industrial countries have to help. Sciences estimate that the protection and restoration of our natural lands and waters can provide more than one third of the.
0: You know what? I need to come back and break that down with a little more time because he he just unloaded so much right there. It's just unbelievable. But it's almost like, what's the point? I mean, what's the point of even intellectually breaking down what Biden says? That nincompoop. I, I mean, the American left, the liberals, they don't care. They don't believe in logic, truth. I mean, so it's just, so, but but we'll come back and we'll break down what he just said. It's pretty incredible.
1: Warning, this broadcast contains subject matter that might trigger liberal snowflakes. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer.
0: So, I want to just play this Biden clip again and and just break it down because, I don't know, part of me just gets up here with all the news and just says, what's the point? You know what's going on. Biden is a liar. Biden is a corrupt criminal. Biden is a doddering old dementia-ridden fool. The Democrat Party is corrupt. uh, Maybe I should just forget about all of it and open up the phone lines. But ladies and gentlemen, uh, before I do anything, I have to remind you about our latest addition to the InfoWars store, a limited edition, the InfoWars Republic Defense Alex Jones exclusive gold bar with verifiable tamper-proof seal on the back. You can get it right now at InfoWarsStore.com. There it is right there. This is just the latest line of the limited edition, exclusive InfoWars collectibles that we've just decided to launch here in the last year or so as a new way to fund the transmission and keep us on the air. And... You know, people need to understand something. And, and as, as what we go through here becomes more public, you have to understand, we don't have million-dollar sponsors and marketing deals like all the mainstream corporate news has. So you hear about CNN. They got their $300 million CNN Plus app that's already gone under, already lost, already taken the L, less than a month in. I guess exactly a month. Well, they can just piss $300 million away and it's nothing. I mean, maybe it's, it's nothing and I'm sure they're feeling it. But the point is, we run on tiny margins here. And we're totally self-funded. We have brought in some, some sponsors and it's a nice little boost. But it's still not the big multi-million dollar corporate sponsors that you see for the mainstream corporate news. It's just a little fuel to the tank because people want to market on the show. And they want to help keep us on the air. But this is a great way to do it right now the brand new limited edition gold bar mint seal at Infowarsstore.com. Or you can just go directly to SaveInfowars.com or Infowars2022.com to make a direct donation during this 40 hour live transmission money bomb. And it really has been great. So many great guests. I've been tuning in, listening to everybody as well. It's been a Great 40 hours. I guess so far it's been about, what, uh, 32 or so. And so we will continue on through the night to midnight. Infowarsstore.com, your support there keeps us on the air. All right, let me just again play this Biden clip and just come in and out of it. Because it's just, if you listen to what he says and you actually break it down, well, let's just go ahead and do it. Let's actually what did Biden actually say? What is Biden actually saying in his little speech here saying we need to be paying Brazil not to cut down the rainforest? So let's here here here, let's 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 just break this down bit by bit here.
1: And in Colombia and in Brazil, and guess what? What more carbon is taken out of the air in the Amazon, that carbon sink than every bit of carbon that is generated on a daily basis in the entire United States from every source all
0: right so pause that
1: so we're good
0: we're good tell me why I need to worry about man-made climate change or carbon emissions which which you say is going to kill the planet yesterday we're still here somehow it's supposed to kill the planet by now but it hasn't so you've been wrong on that just like everything else but that's not going to stop you so what are we concerned about we've got A a, a forest down here that, as Biden said, soaks up more carbon than the US can even emit every year. Beautiful. Beautiful. And guess what? As industrialized and, and polluted as China is, it's got a similar situation with their forestation. So global warming is a lie. Man-made global warming is a lie. Man-made climate change is a lie. If we have any impact on it, it's, it's, it's very small and it's not anywhere near the rate that they're claiming. And also with that logic, why, why don't we just plant more trees? Why don't we just have more forestation? It's just, no, you have to suffer because it's not about man-made climate change. It's not about carbon emissions. It's not about the planet. It's about controlling you and controlling the actions of humans on the planet. Okay, so Biden just told us we don't need to worry about uh, climate change and carbon emissions. Oh, well, that's great. That's great. So we can stop all the Green New Deal crap, right, Joe? No, nobody's actually listening. Nobody's actually going to unpack what he just said there. It's just a bunch of word vomit. All right, let's continue.
1: So what we should be doing, and I'm trying to get done... They're not going to make me like this. We should be paying the Brazilians not to cut down their forest. We got to cut ours down. We got to cut ours down. We got the benefit of it. Because We've got these third world countries, not third. All right, world. pause it right there.
0: We should be paying Brazil not to cut the rainforest down. First of all, let's just think about this concept. Where is he even getting this concept? And it makes me ask the question, which I've asked before, but now he's said the concept publicly. Has somebody paid the U.S. not to drill our oil? Has somebody made the decision that we're not going to drill our own oil? Has that decision been made? The concept is obviously out there. Biden just shared that. It's not an original thought of his. Has someone paid the United States not to drill our oil? Has this deal gone down? The Concept is obviously out there. Biden says let's pay Brazil not to chop down the rainforest. Hmm. Maybe we should be doing the same thing in the Philippines where their sacred rainforest is being destroyed. Oh, that's right. We can't because you've signed all these green energy deals to promote electric vehicles, so they have to destroy the rainforest in the Philippines doing their lithium strip mining. Why don't we pay the Philippines not to destroy their rainforest? Strip mining for lithium for electric cars? Good. Pumping out oil in the United States to keep our energy cheap and efficient? Bad. What do you think makes more sense for energy efficiency? To go to our backyard and Take the oil out of the ground or to ship it from across the planet. Which. Takes oil. To do. All right. Now, here's the final big admission from Biden here as we close out the clip.
1: Some are in Africa and in, and in uh, South America. We got the, the industrial countries have to help. What science estimate that the protection? The industrial countries have to help. All right, so that's water. enough. So
0: take them down. Wait, wait, wait. What? I thought the industrial countries were the problem. I thought the industrialized nations were the problem, killing the planet with climate change. Now Biden says the industrial countries are the solution. The industrial countries are the only hope. So do you see how mad this all is? Shut down the industrial countries they are killing the planet. But look, we have rainforests that neutralize the industrial cities, so we're all good. But also, industrial cities are bad, but still, we need industrial cities to save the third world country. Here, here you go. Let me just simplify the math for you. Let's just keep living life. How about that? How about it's all good? No, it's not all good. You can't have cheap energy... You can't have cheap gas because you've had it too good. You've had it too prosperous, and now you're just sucking off of all the world elite's resources. You're a useless eater. You're a cancer. You're a parasite. And so now the global elite are ready to get ready, and they they brag about it. Uh, Bill Gates, Klaus Schwab, what's that, that young guy who's like the future of the... Yeah, Yuval, Noval, Harari, whatever, Harari. Yeah, they've told you. You're dead. You're a cockroach. You're a cancer. We're more elite than you. We're more sophisticated. We've taken over the planet. We've made the decision intellectually. It's time for you to die. By the way, it's Earth Day today. So, when you're walking around and you see a liberal that's trashed his mask out on the streets, be sure to remind him, Happy Earth Day, thanks for poisoning the planet with your stinky masks that you have littered all over the world now. Millions of masks littered all over the planet. Good job. Proud of yourself? You've done it. You have done it. Alright. Lunch... Do a news blitz here before we get our guests on today after democratic shutdown, Florida Republicans passed new congressional map that kills black district so so basically they're undoing the gerrymandering from the Democrats before, but you know you can call it gerrymandering either way. Um, I looked at the district lines, they were ridiculous they're always they're still ridiculous, they're always ridiculous, but but it's the same angle of oh they're Republicans are racist, it's attacking black people Ugh. Uh, no, that's a lie. But but here's that's what they told everybody, so you know what happened, right? A bunch of leftists, a bunch of Democrats, went and shut down the proceedings. And they were shouting and banging on the doors and making a scene for a, an extended period of time. A couple hours, they had it shut down. But they don't show that, do they? No, 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 no. When When leftists insurrect, when leftists disrupt government proceedings, it's considered peaceful protest. When Owen Schreuer does it, he's supposed to be thrown up in jail and locked away forever. Even when he doesn't do it. <laughs> Even when he doesn't do it. Liz Cheney rakes in more money from Virginia than Wyoming. I think that tells you everything you need to know. And it's not Virginia. Let's let's it's DC. Liz Cheney's entire Fundraising for re-election is, is being funded by Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We build the wall, founder, pleads guilty in connection with defrauding donors, siphoning funds. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bad situation. He took hundreds of thousands of dollars for himself. That... Uh, it was a small fraction of the overall funding, but but he did it. He admitted to it. But it's funny because have the BLM members that took the millions of dollars that bought the mansions and spent the millions on themselves? did they get did they have to go into a court? Did they have federal charges against them? No, not yet. not yet. And, and now you've had new expert watchdogs that do financial fraud investigations come out and say, yeah. The the BLM leaders that took that money broke the law. But they're not going to be in a federal court defending the money that they took. The guy with the build the wall fundraiser, yeah, he's going to have to go. He's going to have to be the one. Of course he is. Of course he is. Always the double standard. Always the law applied one direction. Down at the border, it's not going so great. Multiple sources tell Bill Melligen, a Texas National Guard soldier, has just drowned in the Rio Grande here in Eagle Pass while trying to save migrants in the water. Texas DPS confirms and tells me a body has been recovered. I'm told a statement will be coming out soon. Guys, this was this morning. Let's see if there has been any statement made, if you guys just want to plug that into a search engine. Texas National Guard, Drown, Rio Grande River, Eagle Pass. So uh, the illegal immigration of this country just continues to kill people, whether it's them coming here and literally putting a bullet through someone's head or raping people, bringing in the deadly fentanyl. Or now they're they're trying to swim across, and they can't swim. So the national guardman goes out there to try to save him, and he drowns. This open border thing is just ridiculous. It's clown world stuff, man. Clown world stuff. And then the clowns did come out. Antifa radicals confront reporters as busloads of illegals dumped in D.C. So it's another bus from Texas, dropping them off on the streets of D.C. It's pretty it's pretty good actually. I. I it's, it's had mixed reviews. I actually support it. It's kind of a culture jamming thing. It's like, hey, you, you want to flood Texas with illegal immigrants? We're going to go ahead and dump them in D.C. See how you like it. And then they can just float around there and you can figure it all out. But you'll see all of these leftists have gone out there. We've got footage of this. The guys. So a bunch of Antifa, a bunch of deranged liberals show up as the buses deliver all the illegal immigrants and drop them off and unload them. These leftists show up and start jumping up and down, trying to block cameras from filming them. Um, borderhawk.news has this. We've got exclusive stories at newswars.com. Um, here's just some of that action in clip six.
3: Can I ask why you guys are trying to block the cameras?
2: Uh, for these people, they don't need to be identified. Why not? Because they don't.
3: Tell me why.
1: They're not. That's not what they are here
3: for. We have to have Tell a reason you. for what you're doing.
1: I'm here to help people.
3: What are you here to do? <laughs> oh, we don't. What do you think I'm doing? I
1: think you're recording.
3: What's
0: wrong with that? Oh,
5: liberals. You know. Go ahead and just shut it down. Take a deep breath with me. Let's do a, Let's do a mental exercise now. For some serenity. I need you to just take a deep breath, relax, kind of let yourself go. Be ready for some suspended animation. Be ready to go deep into your imagination and completely disconnect from the reality of which you are currently inside of. And imagine a world. Imagine a United States of America. With no more liberals. No more radical leftists. And no more Democrat progressives. You know, it's funny that they put that beach on the screen because it would look a lot like that. Clean beaches like in Florida. And not a littered mask anywhere to be found. Not a 400-pound feminist hippo. No, No... green-haired freak shows with split tongues and body piercings. No chanting or protesting about how America's bad or racist. Probably have a lot less taxes, a lot less mandates, if any at all. You wouldn't have to see all the scum and crime and homelessness every time you go to a downtown area. Imagine Imagine a world without Democrats. Imagine a world without far-left, radical, liberal progressives. Ah. Ah. That's nice, isn't it? That's good. That brings the old blood pressure down, doesn't it? Puts a
0: smile on the face. Yeah. Hey, we can daydream, can't we? We can daydream, can't we? There you go, a little... Two minutes of serenity for you. (laughs) What is this one? Blue states, you are the problem. Yeah, no kidding. You know, and it's this ridiculous thing. Like Pete Buttigieg comes out last year and says, "Oh, roads are racist." Not even kidding you. You may remember that Pete Buttigieg roads are racist. Now, now here here is the logic. The headline is roads are racist. Here is the logic. Liberal progressives, bleeding hearts, go into inner cities or predominantly black areas in America, and what do they see? They see the swaller, they see the horrible road conditions, they see the horrible infrastructure, they see the horrible buildings, and they say, what is going on? Why is it like this? And then they say, huh, this is a black area, huh, it must be racism, it must be racism because this is a black area where the infrastructure is crumbling. It's racism. But let's let's just go back a couple steps. Democrats go into inner cities or black areas of America. They see the crumbling roads, crumbling infrastructure, homelessness, poverty. And they say, "Huh? What's going on here?" Stop it right there. Democrats That's what's going on there, Democrats. So that's what they do, is they sit here and they spin their wheels like, oh, roads are racist. No, roads aren't racist. The Democrat Party and its policies have intentionally destroyed black America and and, and now have done such a horrible job in the American cities... That all that's left there is poor, impoverished families, many black, fatherless homes. And then they say, what happened here must be racism. No, the Democrat Party is what happened there. And then we take back to imagine a world without the Democrats.
1: The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. Yeah, all the liberals are bragging about how they're still
0: wearing their masks, including Ron Howard. He's bragging about how he's wearing his mask on an airplane as if he's, he's, give me a break, Ron. You're flying private. Don't act like you're running around flying commercial in a mask, you fraud. These liberals are just all such frauds. Though it's not mandatory and it's pain, I'm masking for my flight today. For others, says Ron Howard. Oh boy, you all are an embarrassment. And then they lie and they say, most polls show American support masks. But then you go to the airport, 9 out of 10 say they don't want to wear the mask, they're glad it's out on the airplane they make the announcements you don't have to wear the mask all the stewardesses airline workers pilots everybody on the plane rips them off has a celebration and then they just say oh pull so everybody loves the mask don't believe your eyes
1: don't believe reality
0: Los Angeles goes mask on Los Angeles County reinstates mask mandate Philadelphia goes mask off Philadelphia drops mask mandate are we having fun mask on mask off mask on mask off mask up your butt I mean, it's just, my God, these people are just nuts. Now, here was Trump, and I actually listened to a significant portion of his speech. A lot of it was actually really good, I I will say. A lot of it was actually really good. But um, he made a comment on the vaccine here that I wanted to play for you, and I thought it was an interesting comment he made during his speech. Um, Here was Donald Trump on the vaccine just, uh, I believe this was yesterday.
3: greatest achievements was getting the vaccine done in nine months instead of five-and-a-half to 12 years. But the problem is, you know, we saved tens of millions of lives all over the world, but I can't talk about it because our base, our beautiful base of which some of you are there, you get angry when we mention the word vaccine. Don't get angry. We did it in nine months, less than nine months, right? Less than nine months. And frankly, uh, a lot of people are living today because of that. So. I'll talk about it. You know, I think the other side actually poisoned people on it because they want to try and take credit. Remember when Biden said, oh, I, he didn't come up with a vaccine, except he got a shot two months before he said that. They said, sir, you've already been given. The, even his own side stopped him on that one. But we did a great job on that, and it's uh, very important, and I'm very proud of it. Think of it. Nine months. We pushed the FDA. They hate me so much. They hate me. They cannot hate anybody as much as they hate me. But We had to get him to move, and we did. And worldwide, millions and millions in this country, millions and millions of lives we obliterated.
0: So, interesting commentary there from Donald Trump. And either he is continuing to be fooled by this, or he's trying to fool us. In that, or he's trying, either he's trying to fool somebody, or he's been fooled. Because, but but aside from him saying, "Oh, it was so great, and we've saved millions of lives, and and all of that nonsense," maybe he really does have this pride of of, hey, "Hey, hey, I got the vaccine done so quickly it would have never been done." But there's an interesting riff there where he says, "Oh, the FDA hates me because I pushed them to get this vaccine out." So so what did I mean? It's just. Is he basically saying that he's the one that forced the vaccine? Like, so here he is admitting that his base doesn't like the vaccine, but yet he's trying to double, triple, quadruple down on it, saying I'm fully the one to blame for the vaccine. I mean, that is a losing argument, bro. So are we supposed to believe that it was Donald Trump's baby, this vaccine? Are we really supposed to believe this was Donald Trump's baby? Does he not see how mismeasured of a, of a stance that is to take? Now, if that's accurate, that, that's a whole nother can of worms to open. If it's literally Donald Trump up there finally buying into the fear propaganda that they kept selling him, that he needs to shut everything down and this is not a common flu, finally buying into it and then saying, okay, well, then we need to get the vaccine, so push the gas. Were they planning on locking us down for five years? Did they use that as a threat? Is that why Trump, was he was he trapped into promoting the vaccine? Very interesting stuff. He's clearly not going to back down on this. He's going to go to his political grave with this, and it's a horrible mismatch. Alex Stein, primetime, 99. There he is, his uh, latest outbreak at city council. I mean, geez, Alex. <laughs> I mean, good God, man. But it's, it's you know, here's the ridiculous thing of it. All, all these liberals really, they really want you to know they got their mask on. I got my mask. I'm wearing my mask at the airport. I'm wearing my mask in my car. I'm wearing my mask at the grocery store. Oh, they really want you to know they're so much better than you. They're going to wear that mask. I mean so your culture jamming continues at the city council you're letting them know that you're wearing your mask you're having your you're having your trans surgery you're wearing your mask you're a good globo homo I mean what else do we need you to do you're a man competing against women you're going to chop I mean you got to you chop your breast off maybe chop your balls off I mean what else what what else can you possibly do Alex Stein to culture jam this and be a good globo homo
4: Ron Howard is, you know, virtue signaling. I'm going to wear my mask even though I don't have to. These people are just, you know, they're absurd. Like all day long, there's going to be an endless amount of material I can jam in their face. But I want to, I want to, I want to point this out though. You're talking about Trump. This is a big problem because you know a lot of people that are conservative. You know, we want to blindly follow our leaders. But when you look at Donald Trump and we look at the 2016 election that Julian Assange basically handed him with the WikiLeaks, uh, you know, releases, and he didn't pardon him. Now, I love Trump. I love Trump. But just like the I think is an entertainer as an actor on the political stage of the political theater. He's the best. He's the he's the main character all day long. But we have a lot of issues, and especially coming up in 2024, I don't think we can have him be our next president, Owen. Oh, I think we got to go with DeSantis or somebody else because there's so much baggage, and the fact that he's doubling down, you make a lot of, you know, um, concessions for him by saying, "Oh, maybe he doesn't know." But Trump's not dumb. One thing you and yeah. I both know, Trump is smart. The guy is pretty brilliant.
0: Yeah, and that's um, why it's so confusing because he's not dumb.
4: Yeah. I mean, dude, when we talk about this vaccine and how he says it's safe and effective, yet you look at all these uh, soccer players that have my- myocarditis, you look at the levels of children that have had myocarditis in years before, it's like literally like four kids had been diagnosed with myocarditis in 2019 or something, and now we have thousands of children. So, I mean, people are having enlarged hearts. That is a serious thing. That's not a conspiracy theory. Yet, this guy's going to go and tout it as a great thing. And now, you know, and I know, there's people that got the vaccine and they're totally fine. Some people are affected by it. Some people get COVID and die. Some people get COVID and are fine. So there is something weird going on, but there's no excuse for him to champion this vaccine like it's some magic bullet when you and I both know that it's what is called problem reaction solution. They had the mandatory vaccine already in place. Big Pfizer, Big Pharma, whatever you want to call it. They wanted to have a reason to make us have a never ending vaccine schedule. And sadly, maybe Trump got tricked. But It worked. And now he's championing this vaccine. It makes me sick to hear that speech. A guy that I love. I personally, I love Donald Trump. And it makes me sick to hear him say that, Owen.
0: And think about all the things he could he could brag about and, and carry the torch for. And yet he sits here and talks about how proud he is about the vaccine. I mean, he should be carrying the torch and being proud of the border, making a big thing about that, the economy. I mean, there's so many other things. But he sits here because he, he obviously feels the pressure. He knows his base is rejecting his vaccine rhetoric. He knows that's going on. He just had uh, one of his longtime friends uh, who sometime hosts the fourth hour here go down there and tell him that, hey, uh, you know, vaccine is not a good Roger. idea. Wayne Allen root. And so, I mean, it's like, Donald, this is a miss. This is a miss. No matter how you feel about it, it's a miss. No,
4: you're 100% right. And, but Donald has always wanted to be liked by the left because that's the other thing is they call him a racist, dude. He's been friends with Mike Tyson, black people, his whole career on The Apprentice. I mean, I think he always had people of color, gay people. There's no, any, all the stuff on the left, how they say, oh, we don't like Kentaji Brown Jackson because he's black. Dude, conservatives on the right love Clarence Thomas. They would love to have a black uh, person. They I wish I had seven Clarence Thomases. Person. 100%, so it's not about race. So I'm saying Trump has a lot of good stuff about him where the left is using, you know, ammunition that, is just fake news literally like he said it, and that's another thing trump ex- exploiting how the media is basically fake i think he's one of the best people to ever do that he should be talking about that but instead he's going around for and being big farmers cheerleader talking about how he got a vaccine approved that usually takes five years that makes me sick that vaccine we should have been five years for it to get approved It should have gone through the same regulations that any other vaccine would go through and it's not something to brag about so it's either he's being bought and sold or he's actually just under this illusion that what he did was good because he wants to be liked by everybody. You know, everybody sadly you want to be universally liked. You want to be liked, Owen, oh, I want to be liked, but we know that we're not going to be liked by everybody, especially in the conspiracy world. You know, the mainstream media is obviously not going to like us. So it's like we kind of walk that that path that not everybody wants to walk. But unfortunately, I don't think Trump does the same thing. He wants to be universally liked, and that's never going to happen because you know, there's so much baggage with him and, and, you know, his persona.
0: And how does he not even have the foresight to understand, hey, the more you come out and brag and take responsibility for this vaccine, the more you're going to end up getting the blame when the lawsuits and class action lawsuits and death numbers start coming out. I mean, he shouldn't be wanting to own that again, no matter how he thinks about it. He should say, look, there's no political win in this for me. It doesn't matter. I can think I'm responsible for the vaccine and all of it. There is no political victory here for me in this deal. Let let the left own it. Let Fauci own it. Let them all own it. He's trying to even take ownership of it. He's trying to take the hot potato. He's trying to take the ticking time bomb from them.
4: I mean, you nailed it. And, and Dr. Fauci, it's like, you know, this atheistic mindset. He's their Lord and Savior. For the people that don't believe in God, he is like their new God. So for Trump to actually want to be teammates, metaphorical teammates with this guy or be on the same side, it just shows you that like maybe he doesn't have our best interest because Fauci obviously doesn't have our, our best interest. I mean, the guy's a career, uh, you know, federal employees. I think I believe he's like the highest paid federal employee. Hey, and he the is. guy is literally he's literally a vaccine salesman. And these people on the left, they put him on this pedestal like he's literally our Lord and savior. The guy is garbage, and and I love Trump, but I, like I said earlier, I think you look at DeSantis, and he has a lot less baggage, and he, you know he's a veteran. You know he's really what he's doing in Florida is dominating. How you know getting rid of the Reedy Creek thing, and you see, I love that the left is just crying about the Disney thing. They're all about oh, you'll see AOC wear the dress oh tax the rich. Now as soon as we start taxing the rich, no. Oh! They're crying and screaming. They're doing their own culture jamming uh, in the house in in Florida. So I love what's going on with DeSantis. To be honest,
0: yeah, they they folks. I covered it in the last hour. They're shutting down Florida hearings. They're shutting down government activity, and the media doesn't cover it because it's an insurrection now. That's supposed to be yeah. an insurrection. They insurrected in Florida. <laughs>
4: Yeah, they, that's why they don't want to rewrite that insurrection act because you know now they're going to have to arrest uh, all these uh, liberal leftists. And that's another thing. Listen, all day long, Trump is a great uh, orator. He's one of the best. He's hilarious. He's funny. But January 6th, guys— That was nothing, there's not half as bad as what BLM did, not half as bad as what Antifa did. And he did only, even though it was only 11 days, he should have pardoned anybody involved with that. But instead we have our our Department of Justice weaponized against the most patriotic people in our entire country. The ones that knew they were going to stand up for a fraudulent election that was obviously... Not eighty-one million votes. but uh, Joe Biden did not get that. Anybody with half a brain knows that. And so where every single person there standing up for the truth should be awarded instead of their lives being taken away from them and punished way harder than the same people in Portland that 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 uh, protested for sixty days, lit a federal courthouse on building on fire every day. And the worst punishment, I believe, somebody got sixty days of house arrest. Now, if they're giving the January 6th people some house arrest, some slaps on the wrist. Then I'd understand that. But they're trying to give, throw the book at these people, and nobody is there to protect them. And the one person they're doing it for, Donald Trump, literally turned his back on him.
0: Yeah, today is actually the one year Joe Biggs has now been a political prisoner for one year. Joe Biggs, one year now, a political prisoner of the Democrat Party, didn't do anything violent on January 6th, nothing at all. And yet he suffers in a jail cell because of these wicked Democrats that we're dealing with. And it, it really is just such pure evil I and mean, it's just unbelievable that we're dealing with this. And and, and now it's, it's reaching. I'm glad that you're introducing the comedy aspect because it's like I, I can't even. It's, it's so hard to be serious about this anymore. It's like you almost have to laugh at it.
4: Oh, and we're in the clown world. I know we're about to go on the break, so I'm not going to go on some huge rant. But we have guys <laughs> that change their gender. I know they change their gender, and now they're competing against women. They swam on the boys' team for three years, and you're letting them compete against hey. women. I mean, hey, Leah Thomas
0: me- is a local <laughs> hero,
4: and, and the media just champions that. That's against women. What was, wait, wait, right? wait, what, was
0: uh, what was Leah Thomas's uh, prior name? William. William. William Thomas. William. William. William, Th- <laughs> William t- Willie. Big Willie Thomas. Big Willie Thomas was a, ch- a state champion swimmer right here at Lake Travis in Austin. We, we admire uh, the, whoever he is now. 99 Alex Stein is our guest, and we have an extended war room today. We're going till seven o'clock, so we hope we can be with us for the entire transmission. We've got some Fauci memes here. I've got three Fauci memes that I can't decide which one is my favorite. So I wanted to bring in a second opinion here. I need a doctor meme, Doctor Stein. So guys, pick any one of the three and put it on the screen, and let, let's let's get. Let's get Dr. Stein's take on his, uh, his memeology expert here. Uh, okay, here we have Fauci in the clown shoes. This is all from his Cassie Hunt interview on CNN Plus, which will be uh, gone in a week. And uh, it, everybody just saw Cassie Hunt just dominating over him. She looks like a six foot nine giant. Fauci looks like a tiny little <laughs> midget. But the clown shoes are big on him. So here's Fauci in the clown shoes. Okay, so guys, let's roll to the next one. See what we have here. Or just put oh, me you back. No,
4: you, do you notice? Do you notice the bobblehead doll right behind his butt? You know, his derriere right there. You, That's his own that? bobblehead. <laughs> that, I mean. Oh, this is great. The mini me. I mean, this is <laughs> guys. This is this is the highest paid government employee right here.
0: And he has his own bobblehead just- on his desk.
4: I mean, and, and that's, the, that's just a perfect example of the self-righteous behavior of these people. Like, you know he feels like when, I think it was like GQ said he's like the sexiest man in America. Yeah. You know, he probably thinks he is the sexiest man. He probably thinks he is like Leonardo DiCaprio or something. Like, these people are so clueless and so out of touch with the reality. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually thinks he is that.
0: All right, let's go to our final one here, guys. It's uh, Fauci in the gas mask. This this one is good, too. But, you know, Fauci probably should be wearing the gas mask when he's doing these interviews because he needs to keep the people afraid. He needs the people to be in fear. Guys, zoom in on that gas mask. Uh, He's ready for war. So of the three, though, the clown shoes, the midget on the on the ladder or the gas mask, which which one do you think is the highest quality meme?
4: Well, the one where he's a dwarf is the best because he really does look like Dr. Evil's mini-me. I mean, that's really where we're at, too. That, I mean, that's what, that's what he reminds you of. He reminds you of, like, an evil villain's henchman. And he kind of gives us this, like, you know, smooth uh, you know appearance or whatever. But there's nothing smooth about Tony Fauci, little Tony Fauci. I mean, that is... That is him in a uh, nutshell. It's like uh, he's just a little sad man that is just, you know, inoculating children. I mean, this is a perfect example. In style, they call him. I mean, dude, those glasses The good are doctor. Terrible. He's
0: the good doctor. No, in the 80s, everybody knew he was a murderer
4: dude what he did with azT and what he did with the AIDS community if anybody had half a brain they would look at it all those people on the left he literally murdered people he gave a cancer drug that they had backstock of and prescribed it for AIDS that they knew it didn't have a, a you know any practical use for yet he just championed that why because he's bought and sold by big Pharma these people these multinational corporations can donate to these people's political action committees and they have all the power it's not human anymore and and you look at like Rachel Levine is another example she's a four-star admiral she's one of the uh top people of our you know uh, united states health and human services dude these people are are not qualified to take care of my cat owen i wouldn't let dr fauci be a vet for my little cat we know what he does to animals Yes dude they test on animals they did stuff in the Wuhan laboratory that makes uh that makes what they're doing in Shanghai look like child's play so they do not care they put beagles and they tested mosquitoes on their face and had them you know uh Basically bitten to death by insects. I don't think there's a worse way to die. I mean, literally, when they talk about the ways to die, some of the worst ways people say fire or drowning. I think death by a million bug stings would be probably up there at the top of the list of least uh, the least way I would like to die. But that's where we're at, Owen. Is we're championing these guys because they do not look below the surface. Everybody's asleep at the wheel, and they're under this, you know, a mass formation hypnosis. Where their identity is like, oh, I'm the left. I'm gonna wear my mask because that mask is just the MAGA hat for these crazy liberal leftists. So we're out of touch with the reality, and anybody with half a brain realizes this. But sadly, it's the, the, it's the idiocracy. That's where we're at, Owen. It's that that was not a fictional movie. That is basically a documentary, and and the metaverse is not far off, dude. It's not. It's very shortly. People are gonna say. Well, climate change is so bad. Let me just plug my my brain into a computer, and so I so I don't have any sort of uh, you know greenhouse emissions. I, I would not be surprised, and, and you know, towards the end of our life, people really plug into that matrix for real, dude.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's even a plan for that. But I wonder how Fauci would like it to uh, have a million insects climb into his brain and eating it until he died, like the like the funding he did to, to to test on those beagles. I have a feeling Fauci wouldn't like that too much.
4: Now, I mean, Fauci's an evil guy, but it's it's not different. Like, you know, I hate to keep on bringing up Trump. I mean, Trump knows about the Beagles. Trump knows about the AZT and all this stuff. And he still kept him on. I mean, he should have been fired. That, that's another thing. And I don't want to keep on bashing Trump because I like him. But, man, the way he – some of the people he put in his cabinet and just, you know, keeping Anthony Fauci, these career people that do not have our – do not have the people's best Yeah, it's like I, I'd have, love
0: to give Trump yeah. another shot, but but I want to hear him saying how bad Fauci is, not how great the vaccine is.
4: Yeah, I mean, it's just obvious Uh, anybody with half a brain realizes that Fauci is not a good guy. But these people are like they're under this hypnosis where they literally think this guy is their lord and savior. It's that mindset where all these people, we just came from the Big Bang. We just evolved from pond scum and our life doesn't matter. We only have this. And, you know, now in California, they're having emphasized uh, abortion three weeks after birth. Yeah, that feels crazy.
0: What is that? A.B. like one, two, two or something?
4: That is the most evil thing possible, the fact that you can kill a baby after birth. And in California, run by Gavin Newsom, that's happening. I mean, we are literally in—it's like living in hell. I don't know any other way to describe it. I just can't imagine—abortion is bad enough. They say, oh, abortion is health care. What about the baby's health? They don't care about it. And the big hypocrisy of it is if you're a drunk driver and you hit a pregnant woman, it's a double homicide, and you murder her and her baby. Yeah, yeah. So they have, they have rules on, on law—I mean, they have laws on the books that— define a baby as a life but now in california that baby can be killed 21 days after it's born makes no sense ellen
0: and by the way we uh have savannah hernandez coming up in the next hour she's got these liberals in california saying yeah i love killing my kids i want to get pregnant just to kill it that's how sick they are but you know there was an old movie uh dallas buyers club i remember watching it when it came out it's it's a good movie but i didn't really i didn't know much about the backstory of the politics involving in it i went back and watched it a couple weeks ago you watch Dallas Buyers Club with with the knowledge and context that we have now with Anthony Fauci, the whole movie hits differently, and it it hits even heavier and harder.
4: Well, I kind of need to watch that again. Jared Leto, you know, won the Academy Award, and he's a weird guy, but he is a talent. Yeah, I think actor, he
0: really that liked that role he played, by the way. But no, no, no. that's another <laughs> I mean, story.
4: Uh, the movie was an impactful movie. I do need to watch it now with a different lens because no, I, I'm you telling know, you, it hits the-
0: differently now.
4: You look at her wearing her mask. Is that some sort of predictive programming? And I want to say this before before we go to break. This is a a little, you know, conspiratorial when the federal judge, you know, knocked down the mask mandate. That was April 28th. And that was the uh, five year anniversary of Future, the rapper song Mask Off. Have you seen that? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I
0: like that song, but you're talking about a music video?
4: I'm talking no the day the, the date that song came out was April 18 2017 and the mask mandate was lifted five April years 18th, later 2022
0: yeah the I original your you're talking about the, or, the original future original
4: song? song mask off my future came out April 18th 2017 dude and then the mandate for the mask off was April tw- April 18th 2022 five years to the day of the release of that song.
0: What about what about women wearing mask era during the mask era? Just, just-
3: so what kind of a coincidence is that this song called mask off
0: april 18th 2017 and then they take the mask mandate away april 18th 2022 i mean that's just insane how did you did somebody did you figure that out yourself alex No, I saw
4: that on a meme, but is that not it's it's actually we shouldn't be surprised because this is the mockery. You know, they're constantly mocking us. We know that the mask is not even based in science. The old joke, if you know, if a pair of Levi's can't stop a fart, how can a mask stop a deadly virus? It's all about control. And it's just another control mechanism. That's why they're using the mask, because they want to disconnect us. They want us to fight. They want us to, you know, uh, and it's fight with each other over wearing a mask instead of actually fighting the people that are making us wear the muzzle. And, and I think really like the, the people that get most affected by it is not people like our age or people older than us. It's the kids that are having to wear it in school. You see the teachers union, they say, oh, we should wear masks mask until zero transmission. And the reason why that's a big deal is because we have a lot of nonverbal communication. The way we speak is with our facial expressions. And when you have when you hide behind a mask, you don't communicate, so it's just another way that disconnects us from each other in society, and another way to put us in that constant state of fight or flight, where we're just easily controllable, and uh, we're just being mocked, dude. I mean, uh, April oh, 18th. oh, I mean,
0: th- totally. The 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 mask on the kids is definitely doing is definitely creating learning disabilities and psychological damage to the children, one hundred percent. And the whole mask off thing, I mean, it's just like simulation theory confirmed. Almost, it's just so ridiculous that that would even happen. Uh, but this is this is the type of news that is right up your alley. Janelle Monae, popular singer-songwriter, comes out as non-binary on Jada mm. Pinkett Smith's talk show, I just don't see myself as a woman solely. She's beyond a woman. She's, uh, she's beyond the non-binary, actually. Um, and here's the exact quote. I feel like God is so much bigger than the he or the she, and if I am from God... I am everything, I am everything, but I will always, always stand with women, I will always stand with black women, but I just see everything that I am, beyond the binary. So I'm, So basically, I'm God, but I'm still going to virtue signal that I'm pro-black woman, even though I'm also God, and I'm beyond the binary. I mean, wow, she is truly, she is transcended.
4: And then you look at the show she did it on, Jada Pinkett Smith's Red Table Talk, the same show where Jada had uh, Alfonso Soriano, I don't even know the kid's name, but her son's friend, that she was having an affair with. So, I mean, you just look at that. We're talking about the mockery of this red table talk. I mean, this show is disgusting. It's like the lowest form of degeneracy. And I'm not trying to virtue signal like I'm some, you know, super proper person. But in the same show, she mocks her own husband, basically uh, makes him into a cuckold. And so anything you get on this show is just meant to uh, demoralize people, to make them confused, to make them think that, oh, this is an okay relationship to have a husband, but I'm going to sleep with my son's friends. I mean, this is the lunacy. The, Wait, the did she actually say was,
0: "son's friend? That's bigoted. She can't say "son." Isn't her son a, a
1: girl?
4: <laughs> well, and then, and then there's a viral video of Jada, a uh, Jaden Smith, who which is weird that the son is named after his mom, who's Jada. But don't even don't even get me started. He said that he has trouble making friends because his friends don't have, uh, you know, they're not worried about the economic state of the world, or they're not worried. They're not. Worried oh yeah, yeah. About, yeah he's you know, he's
0: <laughs> too he's too intellectual for kids his age.
4: I mean, that's disgusting. Why can't we let these kids just be kids? But sadly, like, we're just we're we're masculinizing our women. We're feminizing uh, uh, the men. And we're like, we're turning these children in. We don't they don't have a childhood anymore. They're getting, uh, you know, exposed to pornography. They're getting exposed to all this terrible stuff at such a young age. We don't have that same, like when you and I were younger, we used to have to call people on their house phone and talk to their parent. It was just a lot different. Now in this disconnected world where kids are just addicted to an iPad, they think that, oh, well, Jada Pinkett Smith has a guest on her show that says that she's God and that she doesn't have a gender. So now these kids think, oh, well, that's hip, that's cool. And then they have the teachers on a libs of TikTok. Every teacher's talking about, oh, I'm a gay teacher. I came out to my students. If you can't talk about sex with your coworkers, why do they think it's okay to talk to students that are in fourth grade, Owen? I mean, it's literally absurd. Anybody with half of a brain should be calling them out. But sadly, it's only people like you or people like me that have the chutzpah, have the, the you know cannolis, to actually call this hypocrisy and mockery out. It's scary.
0: Yeah, and, and that's right. They want to promote this. That's why you have, like, Dwayne Wade showing off his boys pretending to be girls, and now Dwayne Wade, he gets all the corporate ads. You notice Dwayne Wade's and all the ads, and his wife is in all the ads. I mean, that's how it's all done. It's the big corporate world government that has unlimited funds, and they can pick and choose who they want based on how willing they are to sell themselves out, and they've got control. So they say, hey, look, all you got to do is sacrifice your kids to us, make your boys girls, And we'll put Gabrielle Union in all the commercials. We'll put Dwayne Wade in all the commercials. You guys can host the talk shows. You'll make millions of dollars every year. All you got to do is sacrifice your kids to the new world order, and you got it. Bing, bang, boom. Done.
4: No, it's seriously it's, it's a humiliation ritual. And you and I know that. Alex talks about it. I mean, they want to humiliate you so they have leverage on you. And now, because he sacrificed his son, and his son is like, you know, now a trans, openly gay kid, and they're posting pictures where his son is kissing another boy. I mean, it, they're basically humiliating him. And that's what I think is really about to happen with Joe Biden. Like, we're worried about the state of affairs now. But I think very soon with this Ukraine thing, you know, now you see Vladimir Zelensky asking for $7 billion a month to stay afloat. It's obvious that Hunter Biden was doing shady business deals with Burisma, uh, an energy company in the Ukraine. So that's why we're so involved in this war. You you were talking about it. You made a good point that actually lectured me. I'm like, why don't we go after China? Well, we have too much economic dependence on China. So that's why they're going to focus on the war with Russia because they were the villain in Rocky. Russia is the villain in Russia Gate. That Hillary Clinton is saying misinformation is our is our you know the biggest threat. Yet she's the one that propagated all the fake Russian collusion stuff. So wh- what I'm trying to say is they have leverage on joe biden and that is going to come up the humiliation ritual they're going to they put him in with 81 million fake votes and they're going to humiliate him and i think that's really on the horizon so there's going to be an endless amount of content um but it's, it's going to be at our expense it's going to be the world laughing at us because they want him weaken america as much as possible and there will be nothing more weak than seeing our president get caught up in a scandal where his own son is going to be the butt of the joke and people on the left and the right are going to realize it oh this is so bad and he will be the fall guy just like he was the bad guy Joe Biden is going to be the fall guy. And then they're going to have Bernie Sanders is now talking about running. Hillary Clinton is talking about running. Uh, Michelle Obama, there's rumors talking about running. So they're going to use and abuse this elderly man who's basically senile, and they're going to throw him in the trash, and it's going to be at our expense. And I think that's on the very near horizon.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, there's no way, I mean, you sit here and you look at him, there's no way he can do two more years getting shown up by Obama and Harris, getting ignored in the White House, pooping his pants, forgetting where he's at, having to be babysit around by the Easter Bunny. I mean, I mean, this is ridiculous.
4: Dude, we have agents wearing Easter Bunny outfits directing the president, the leader of the free world, telling him where he can and can't go. Jill Biden, his own wife, is saying, oh, you can't read her. Excuse me, like when he asked, he said, oh, I'm not allowed to read. The only thing he can do is read a teleprompter. And he's not even great at that. We know he's a puppet president. We know he's just a figurehead for the deep state, for Obama, for George Soros, for some really evil people. And so the same people that are using him up they're going to they're gonna use him all the way. They're going to ride him like a horse. And what do they do with a horse when they're done? They, they euthanize him. So he's going to be publicly euthanized. I mean, this is a sketch in Saudi Arabia that went, you know you know, super viral – this is what the world thinks of our president. They, uh, they think that he's Sleepy Joe because they want America to be weak. It's the same multinational corporations that want to dominate all over the world. They want to turn America into Canada where you can't even leave Canada unless you're vaccinated. So that's why they have to demoralize America so much so that people will say, oh, well, we need more authority. We need uh, to be told what to do. So it's really sad. I keep on saying sad. We can laugh at it, on because we know what's going on. But it's, it's, you know, the typical thing I always say, they're tinkling on us and telling us it's raining. And that's not going to stop until we stand up and we do another, you know, 1776, until we, you know, create a revolution and be civilly disobedient.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's more than a tinkle. It's an all out deluge. I mean, the open border, the fentanyl, the the fake president, uh, the political persecution, the censorship of free speech. But by the way, there is a new power grab coming that I'm seeing in the news. We'll discuss that. Uh, Alex Dine kind of teasing it there. Um, A good segue. We'll be right back. So, the Democrat Party, the modern day liberal left in America, is all about choice, as long as it's mandatory. And so, they know they can't win elections legitimately. They need the ability to censor free speech. They need the ability to lie about their opposition. And in the case in the 2020 election, they need the ability to stack the ballots at any given time. Uh, Before the election, with mail in ballots, after the election, with hidden trucks and, and ballots under tables. All caught on camera. But what would they do if they couldn't just cheat every time or couldn't get rid of elections? Because that's really what they want. What they really would like to do is get rid of elections. But that might be a little hard to pull off. So what would their next best option be? Now, you'll hear this, and you may not really, it may not really hit on how dangerous this is until you think about it. Here's the headline from the Washington Post, and I've seen this in other stories that have been circulating. So there's there's some sort of agenda here to either push this narrative, push this agenda, see how it gets received by the American people, and maybe try to actually achieve this goal politically. Washington Post headline, the case for mandatory voting is getting stronger. Ladies and gentlemen, no. Mandatory voting should never be a thing in this country. Abstaining from voting is a vote in and of itself. Now, I, I, even if I tell you elections are rigged, I'm still never going to tell you not to vote. It, it's, it's kind of a catch-22. It's a rock and a hard place, but it's still, hey, go out on the field and play ball, even if it's rigged against you. I understand the argument against that. But mandatory voting is at an absolute no. We can never accept this, and here's why. Think about how they censor free speech. Think about how they run all their propaganda. They know if they can force everybody to vote... That that'll be easier for them to win. All they have to do is dominate the communication field and they win, which is what they already do, except for outlets like Infowars and independent media like Alex Stein and others. And that's driving them crazy. They can't shut us down. They can't defeat us. So their next best thing is, well, let's just censor them the best we can and then make everybody have to vote. And with all our propaganda and how we own the media, we'll just we'll easily be able to control their minds and get them to vote how we want. So I've seen these stories. There's another one of it, uh, a different story by a different author. Uh, but, but this is what you we were talking about in the last segment. It's all these different methods that the American left is currently engaged in to try to just dominate the American people. And, and the value, the basic instinct even, the will to be free, it's like it's gone. It's, the light is out in these people.
4: No, I mean, you make a good point in the conspiracy world, that sadly, there's a lot of people like "I refuse to vote because it's it's already a rigged game. Why participate? But I'm with you. I, you know I think we should everybody should at least participate, even though the right wing and the left wing are on the same bird. we can go with cliche cliche. You should still have your you know your voice be heard, and you make a good point, abstaining from a vote is a vote but as soon as they make it mandatory that's just another way where they can rig the system in their favor because these people can't win on merit i mean that's obvious that's just, you know what we've seen in the past and it- I think this probably will. I think this will happen in certain counties. And, and what they'll do is is they'll say, oh, well, you'll get a tax incentive. You know, they'll, they'll never be able to actually probably get it in, you know, where it's actually a law, where it's a mandatory vote. But they'll be able like in New Hampshire, I, I forget the senator is trying to make a, uh, a law where if your kids are unvaccinated, you have to pay double in taxes. They're going to use all these weird loopholes to get you and make you vote so they can put you on some a ballot or some voter roll.
5: Or like a social credit side. score.
4: Yeah, exactly. And that's that's what's next. You see in Austin, they're voting for UBI. They're going to test a universal basic income on like 81 families where they're going to give them 1000 bucks a month or something. I mean, this is the future that we're going to have. It's going to be a, a controlled oligarchy where we have no say. And that's really what's happening uh, now because you can't trust, we couldn't trust the last election. So I'm certainly not going to trust the next one. And I'm sure there's going to be a variant that comes out that causes uh, to have uh, mail-in ballots again. So the game is rigged, but we still need to participate we shouldn't lie down and die we have to we shouldn't have that hopeless mindset because life is so short so i at least want to die fighting a lot of people don't want to do that they don't have the energy they're too stressed out about their job or their wife or their kids so until that changes until people are willing to die for this they're gonna just you know be walked right into the gulag and i, I talked about this a little bit when i hosted the fourth hour see this is how they there's two schools of thoughts where it's either like the austere you know 1984 George Orwell where you know it's just everything is you know you're the all seeing eyes constantly watching you and your life is just terrible but see they're using the brave new world version where they' got us everybody's on drugs everybody's on antidepressants or xanax or opioids or marijuana and so they don't even see how bad the world is around them because they're addicted to internet pornography and you know they' they're you know they get the thousand uh, dollar ubi so they think oh well this is good I can play PlayStation all day but they don't realize is that they are devolving society into a meaningless life like they're taking away any meaning and they're taking away any purpose by making you think that your life is an accident and that's really where we're at though is that people don't they don't take any accountability we've lost integrity as society and this is my the definition of character is doing the right thing when nobody is looking and we are a society that is without character
0: by the way i'm i'm more of the 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 approach. And this isn't a big issue of mine, but I I would make the argument that probably we should be less people should be voting. I mean, you know, they say, oh, oh, I mean, think about it. Think about it. Think about it in context now where we see what the left does, where something that they don't want to happen, they just say racism and then they somehow defeat it, even though it's not racism at all. Remember, they did the same thing. They said, oh, you know, having a literacy test to vote is is racist. Maybe there may have been some racist spends at the time. But, I mean, seriously, like, I'm almost to – I mean, it's not a big issue for me, but maybe we should have an IQ test or a literacy test or something for people that vote. I mean, do we really want to be dominated by dumbasses?
4: Oh, and you're 100% right. Why do you think in New York they're making it where illegal immigrants can vote? They want as many people voting as possible so they can control it. You're 100% right. We should have less people voting so the vote matters, so the vote carries weight. But by by diluting it and giving everybody a vote that, you know, even illegal aliens – that that puts the thumb on the scale in their favor so yes we do need to take accountability and not have every single person vote illegal immigrants shouldn't be able to vote but dude that's not the direction we're heading we're using dominion voting machines that we can't even uh if we say on if i go on youtube and I say, oh, that those are rigged machines, or if you're Mike Lindell, you spend all this money, you know, uh trying to figure out the fraud that's behind these machines. They take away your company. They deplatform you. So it's it's it we're fighting the technocracy, and they give us the impression, oh, freedom of speech exists. Yet even Barack Obama, even Hillary Clinton admit it does not exist on these social networks, and that's the only way that we can communicate. That is the modern day public square. And in the modern day technological, public square, we cannot call out the evil people that are rigging the system in their favor.
0: Yeah, you know, the 2020 election was like, I think it was the 1918 World Series with the Black Sox. Everybody knew that World Series was rigged. Everybody knew the Black Sox rigged the game. Everybody knew that Shoeless shoeless Joe Jackson was the only one on the Black Sox that was even trying to play the game. It's kind of like the 2020, like everybody knows it was rigged. Everybody knows this fix was in for Biden but, hey, we still got out there. We still competed. Everybody knows we gave it our best shot. And, yeah, we lost a rigged election. Uh, that's, that's kind of just a, a compare and contrast to a historical events there, maybe a sports analogy. Yeah. But, but, yeah, that's why I'm like, hey, just get on the field. Everybody remembers Shoeless Joe Jackson played that World Series.
4: Yeah, but oh, and this is what's going on. I mean, you look at the whole Black Lives Matter movement, you know, that was a huge psychological operation. And the leaders of it, they were spending, you know, uh, $6.5 million buying houses in 98% white neighborhood. People know this. People know that that was a scam. And we did, we're not even doing anything. The black community is not standing up and fighting back. And they totally got bamboozled. So, It's just we know this. Like you said, we know everybody knows Joe Biden is not more popular than Barack Obama and that he was not the most popular president in the history of any election but they're okay with it because they're side one and the right is too afraid to do anything because we have people like Dan Crenshaw. We have people like Adam Kinzinger that say that they're conservatives or say that they're fighting for our freedom and they'll do anything. They'll start a January 6th commission.
0: Yeah. Liz Cheney, Liz Cheney's fundraising in Washington, DC. She doesn't even fundraise in Wyoming. She only fundraises in Washington, DC. I mean, imagine though, like, like I'm trying to sell you. It's like, Hey, uh, I'm going to sell you a voting machine called dominion, it's like, hey, uh, I'm going to sell you a necktie called Chokes to Death. Well, I mean, it's just ridiculous.
4: Yeah, why don't we just take the mask off the same anniversary as the song Mask Off? It's the same thing. It's literally just mockery. They're mocking us, Owen. You know that. I know that. But until everybody knows that, nobody's going to do anything about it. I mean, once again, it's the hypocrisy that we're fighting. And nobody's going to stand up unless it's you. And this is the problem. We have guys like Infowars, Alex Jones, who's put his life on the line. And they're doing everything they can to de-platform him. Because the media landscape is changing. CNN Plus fails. Nobody wants to watch that garbage. The people want to watch genuine stuff. People want to watch Freedom Fighters. They had Chris Wallace, though. Well, forget Chris Wallace. I'm just saying, you guys are doing the best. Before we go, you guys got to support InfoWars because we're in a literal fight for freedom of speech. And you guys are the only people that are willing to stand up against what is going on. So really and truly, whatever you do, don't even worry about supporting me. Support InfoWars because they were taken off when they got kicked off of YouTube in 2016, I believe. That was, that should have been the, the rally cry right then and there. Primetime 99
5: Alex Stein.
3: Way.